Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt. Great to have you with me on this Thursday. We have some COVID updates for you, like they're going to get the shots in schools. They're going to mandate it for kids. Just give it time. The Florida mask mandate, however, did basically nothing in schools. There's some pretty good data to show that. The Facebook whistleblower is meeting with the January 6th committee, and the woke mob is coming for Dave Chappelle again. But I don't think anything is going to happen because they try to come after Chappelle, and that's usually the end of it. But before we get into all that, privacy should be high on your list of priorities when it comes to being online. We like high Internet speeds. We like access to information. And you can have all of that without having to give up your online privacy. You do that by using an online virtual private network or VPN. And the best one out there is ExpressVPN. When you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, which goes a long way in making you anonymous online. ExpressVPN makes your activity harder to trace online and gives you privacy. It also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers, protect your financial information, and your searches. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by CNET and TechRadar, and it's so easy to use. Download the ExpressVPN app on your phone, computer, tap one button, you're protected. Visit expressvpn.com slash buck. That's expressvpn.com slash buck to get three extra months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash buck right now to learn more. Again, expressvpn.com slash buck. All right, what's going on with the crazy COVID policy lunatics out there? You know, cases nationwide are down substantially at this point. You got a huge drop in cases across the country and and giant drops in places like Florida, which they were saying was, you know, an experiment in human sacrifice and all kinds of crazy stuff. Turns out it was just seasonal, which the virus tends to be. Anybody who has been paying attention knows that it is, in fact, a seasonal virus, but they don't care. They've they've got more. They've got more that they want to do to you. Notably, uh, they're hoping to get vaccines uh, approved for children and the kids in school are going to have to be getting the shot in their arms. Now, why does this make any sense? It doesn't make any sense because children are at almost zero risk from this virus, less risk than the seasonal flu. And we've been dealing with this, with the flu, for a very long time. We didn't have to change the way we live our lives. So I think that that tells you a lot about how absurd and disconnected this is. But really, one of the favorite one of the favorite uh, pundit slash doctors that you'll see on CNN is this Dr. Lena Wynn. And she was the director of Planned Parenthood. So that tells you a lot about her ethics and morals. Uh, But she is out there straight up advocating for. Well, first, let's start with this one. She wants Americans to be tested twice a week going forward for COVID. If we have frequent testing that's widespread, combined also with vaccination and with early treatment, that is how we can get COVID under control and turn it from the potential of a deadly disease into something that actually is manageable. But we really need scaled up testing. So I commend the Biden administration for this step. But what they really, what I really want to see them do is to say, we're going to put as much effort into testing as we did around vaccines so that Every American is going to be able to get tested at least twice a week, and those tests will be free. Twice a week of testing for every American. This woman is a sociopath. I mean, she's completely nuts. 
They love her on CNN, though. She's on all the time. And she was the director of Planned Parenthood, so you know what that means. And she's saying we all need to get tested twice a week. Why should I get tested twice a week? I have natural immunity. Natural immunity is lasting, right? Why should people have natural immunity and vaccination be tested twice a week? What a waste. What an infringement. What What a nonsensical approach to this. But it's always about the illusion of control and the false promise of safety. That's how they get people to go along with this stuff. No one should actually think that this is going to result in the end of COVID. Remember what they were telling you in June of 2020? Oh, we need test and trace. Yeah, that's right. Test and trace. That's going to work out really well. Nonsense. You couldn't trace the cases. You're going to trace every fleeting contact that 50,000, 100,000, 150,000 people have every single day of their lives. I mean, how could anyone have thought something so stupid, so manifestly, obviously idiotic would ever work? Well, they did. And now they want to do the twice a week testing regimen. That's part of it. Oh, and and they are getting ready to make sure your kids get vaccinated. This was uh, the FDA, former FDA commissioner Gottlieb is now making sure that he gets as many options from Big Pharma Uh, piled up as he possibly can. Let's see what he has to say about the vaccine coming up. Lastly, the CEO of Pfizer, uh, the company you started on the board of, uh, affirmed today that that data on uh, vaccinations for five to 11 year olds will be going to the FDA within a matter of days. Um, Is that confirming your schedule of vaccines by Halloween? Yeah, I think that's still possible. Um, FDA has said that the review is going to be a matter of weeks, not months. I I interpret that to mean potentially a four week review, maybe a six week review. So I think on the on on the low end, it could take four weeks and that could give you a vaccine by Halloween. If it slips a little, it could be mid-November. How is it that they can make plans to vaccinate children in advance of the actual decision about whether it's safe for children? And why is it that the United States is now, when it comes to kids specifically, the most oppressive with mitigation measures for COVID of of really any country in the world? I mean, maybe Australia and and New Zealand, but they oppress they oppress everyone so much that it's hard to separate out children. There's a very clear outlier here. America is worse to its children during COVID than any other comparable nation in the world. You look at what's going on in a lot of European countries. They don't mask kids in school. Now they've they've put a pause. I believe it's on on one of the vaccines in Sweden because of uh, myocarditis concerns. They're they're not mandating the vaccine for kids in schools. They've had schools open a lot more than we have. Depends on the country. And there's a lot of European countries we could point to. But we are worse on this issue. UK better than we are on children in schools. You know why? There's a reason for this. It has nothing to do with science. And has everything to do with control and power. And it's that the teachers unions are so essential to the Democrat Party. The teachers union are so powerful within the Democrat apparatus that it has essentially become the policy of the Biden administration to do to children whatever the left wing adult socialists who are covered by the Department of Education want them to do. That's really what this is. That's why there's there's this enormous anti-children lobbying arm within the government known as the Department of Education, the teachers unions, the entire public school apparatus in this country. And they are so utterly 
and recklessly uncaring about children that they they deserve your contempt. It's not just I disagree with them. They are they are contemptuous. I mean, the masking up children in schools. This is child abuse. People are abusing children. Why would you mask up kids? Oh, okay, because it keeps them so safe. Well, the see the funny thing is there's actual there are processes of science that one can look at. There are things that one can pay attention to to get actual answers about all of this. And what what you find out very quickly is oh, hold on a second. When they actually have school some schools with mask mandates and some schools without. Here you go. This is from the Florida Department of Health. New pediatric cases. New COVID-19 cases for children age 5 to 17, the vast majority of the school-age population, have decreased 79% in the month of September. So let's just be clear about what that's telling you. Schools have opened in Florida. Cases are down basically 80%. Oh, gosh, I guess schools must be a really dangerous place for COVID. There must be so much COVID spread going on there. No. In the 54 counties where school districts have no masking policy, or are following state law by honoring the parental opt-out. So in, in the districts where there's no mask policy, or at least parents can opt out, cases are down basically 80%. For comparison, COVID-19 cases for children 5 to 17 in the 13 districts that imposed, for, that imposed forced masking in schools, they decreased 77%. So just so we're very clear on this, because this is what they wanted to avoid. This is why they wanted universal school masking in Florida. Because now we've run the experiment. We have the results. There is somehow less COVID spread on average in schools with either a mask opt out or a no mask policy than schools with mandatory. Everybody must mask among these are pediatric cases. This is COVID for kids. Any of them, any of the mask maniacs won't explain that one, by the way. Isn't it hilarious to watch them say, oh, but what if it's. You know, if it's two or three percent more with the mask, it's worth it. It's absolutely not worth it if it's two or three percent more. And it wasn't. It was actually in the other direction. But if masks worked in a way that we've been led to believe, we should be seeing, you know, an 80 percent reduction compared to non-mask schools. We should see an enormous difference. Not only do we not see a difference, the schools with more lax uh, mask situations somehow did better. In the month of September. I, do they want to even try to explain that? The 54 districts with opt-outs or no mask policy have seen an average decrease of 65%. The 13 districts that broke the law to impose, impose forced masking have seen an average decrease of 67%. It's the same, basically. With a few percentage points. Is that really what the, what the mask maniacs have been promising? Oh, if you just mask up your kids and double mask and triple mask quadruple mask tickets if you do all those things uh you're gonna have a maybe two percent reduction in covid cases in your kid's school two percent so instead of you know uh i don't know out out of a school of of, of a thousand kids right you're talking about a couple more that might get sick that might not have gotten and you can't by the way there's so many variable factors you can't even tell you can't even know what's going on with all this there's no way no way. But they say it anyway. And in, in what is the remarkable and continuous drumbeat of the authoritarians here, they ignore they just ignore it. They ignore this 
data. That's what they do. They pretend like it doesn't exist. And this is why they were so angry when Florida had some schools, because what do they say now? We tried this, right? You know, it's like we did the blind taste test. Which is better, Coke or Pepsi? Well, we have data. We have results. And that's not even science. That's opinion. But at least that's data. Right? But we, we've tried the experiment, right? Which, which of these is more likely to protect you from COVID? Now we have data. The data doesn't show what they want it to show, so they just ignore it. They don't care. And I think people should understand how really dishonest and reckless this is. And remember, they, they don't stop and say, hold on, maybe we should calm down a little bit. No, now they want more. They want more restrictions. Sociopath Dr. Lena Wen is straight up saying that she wants there to be vaccine passports for air and interstate travel. Should the U.S. be more like Canada? Yes, we should. We really need every tool at our disposal at this point. We've already tried incentives. We tried outreach and education. We should continue doing that. But at this point, vaccine requirements are the way to go. Vaccine requirements in workplaces, as we've seen, have been very effective. And I also think that for domestic travel, for interstate travel, for planes, trains, interstate buses, things that are within the jurisdiction of President Biden and the federal government, I really do think that it's time to put those requirements too, especially with holidays coming. It will be a powerful incentive for people Mm -hmm. to say, look, you can stay unvaccinated if you want, but you're not going to be able to travel to your family that this is why i call her a sociopath you hear you hear the way yeah fine don't get the vax can't see your family i mean this is the kind of woman that advocates for policies that you know throughout history have a very scary ending do what we say or else we're going to attack the things most dear to you this is this is the mentality of the lockdowners this is what fauciism has created this mass anxiety disorder. Well, what's the big deal? Nobody should care at this point if anyone else is unvaccinated because they've all had ample chance to be vaccinated and we're assured the vaccines are highly effective with no side effects. That's what they tell us. So nobody who is vaccinated should be afraid of the unvaccinated. If they're going to tell us they're afraid of the unvaccinated, then they have to admit the vaccine does not work very well. And if the vaccine does not work very well, then their mandates are even more tyrannical and absurd. So they just avoid what we know to be true. They just avoid the recognitions that should all be had here. They don't care. It's about power, friends. You know it's about power. I know it's about power. I mean, this Dr. Alina Wynn, she's, she's terrifying. She goes on to, they, I want to just see if, if Chris Cuomo, I mean, obviously she's a, probably a CNN contributor now. They love her over at CNN because she's, you know, evil. Uh, If Chris Cuomo brought her on TV and said, you know, what do you think about taking the unvaccinated and we're not going to harm them? We're we're just going to put them all, you know, in the middle of the woods with like no food or water and then build like a giant fence around them. We'll give them like a couple of miles to roam and forage for their food. We'll just leave them there to keep the rest of society safe. I think Dr. Wynn would be like, yes, that's a very good idea. I like that idea. Let's leave them in the middle of the woods and see if they can fend for themselves. They're a threat to society. She's crazy, folks. She's crazy. And she was the head of Planned Parenthood, which you know what they do. Oh, yes, it's about women's health. Sure it is. No one really believes that. 
So these are the people that are making these kinds of decisions. Um, this country is coming apart because, in part, we don't share a moral core with the other side anymore. We can't agree on the most basic and foundational issues of our society. And they are hysterics. They are emotionally driven. They are unreasonable. Right? They've, they've had like a war on rationality and testosterone going on on the left for the last 30 years. And it's maybe the last 50 and it's bearing fruit. It's coming to fruition. We are seeing what is happening now when masculinity is toxic, when truth is no longer truth, when everything is relative, when it's all just a function of power and emotional manipulation. That's that's how you have the society that we see around us right now, at least in the blue states. And even those of you, as I've been telling you all along, you think you're fine in a red state until you realize, well, the federal government still wants to ruin my life here, too. So, yes, you're better off in Texas, Florida, Tennessee, you know, Idaho, name a red state, right? You're better off there than you are in New York, California, Massachusetts, Washington, D.C., good heavens. Uh, but you're certainly not out of the woods, so to speak. Come back with more in just a second. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. It's month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck, B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck. So we also have the allegations of domestic terrorism, speaking of schools, against parents who have a problem with their kids being either indoctrinated with critical race theory or their children being exposed to highly sexualized content at a very, very young age. Uh, That is something you're not you're not allowed to oppose this filth as a parent or else the DOJ is going to come after you. Think about this. The Department of Justice, as has been pointed out, if there's any actual threat that has been made against a teacher, teachers, union official, whatever, a board member at a, one of these teachers board things, school board meetings. I've never been to one because I don't have kids. But, you know, this is this is a situation that can be handled easily by local authorities. Right. You can't threaten to kill someone. You can't punch somebody. But punching a teachers union official or punching somebody who is at a school board meeting is just punching a person. This is not a role for the federal government. Assault is wrong. You should be punished for it. But we're not we're not allowed to have a country here where the Praetorian DOJ decides that they're going to swoop down and crush anybody who happens to have the wrong political opinions and commit some kind of a minor 
criminal offense that is falling under local jurisdiction and, and any normal any normal view of it. So this is the situation. That's the reality of it. And yet they still want to pretend that there's insurrectionists, the insurrectionist soccer moms. That's what the DOJ wants to go after now. And you say, that's crazy. Yeah, of course it's crazy. But they're they're harming the Democrat power base. They have to have schools under their thumb. They have to be brainwashing your children. But on top of that, they need the teachers unions to be able to mobilize votes and they need the teachers unions to have dues that go directly to people who then give to Democrats. So this is the whole system. We are going right into their kitchen, so to speak, and they don't like it. The parents who are showing up in Loudoun County, Virginia and other places across the country, Nashville, Tennessee, you name it, and are speaking out. This really agitates the Democrats. They can't allow this. They can't allow this challenge to their power base, which is why they'd go to this extreme of talking about using the the DOJ, the FBI to go after parents. Give me a break. I mean, if I were an FBI agent right now, I got to tell you, I'd just be so ashamed of leadership there. And I was a CIA officer and I've been ashamed of CIA leadership in the past, too. It's just the reality. But yes, the insurrectionist soccer moms. Meanwhile, the Facebook, the so-called Facebook whistleblower is out there now apparently going to meet with the January 6th commission. Oh, because it turns out she's also donated to Democrats dozens of times. She's a Democrat political operative. Rule of thumb, my friends, whenever a, quote, whistleblower, remember, remember Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, the greatest hero. I mean, that guy was like a combination of Thomas Jefferson and Rambo, right? Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, he's going to save the republic. And he came forward because of the phone call with Trump. And the phone call with Trump was worthy of a full scale investigation and impeachment proceeding. It's a perfectly fine phone call. But this is what they do. Whenever a whistleblower comes forward that the media is in love with, you should know that this is a person who is a Democrat operative. You should know that this is an individual who is being used for a partisan purpose because real whistleblowers go after power, speak out about wrongdoing, usually by the powerful. And the Democrats are the party, the apparatus of control of big government, of big tech, of big corporations, increasingly, as we see. The Democrats control the culture. They control the media. They control Hollywood. You, who, who are the whistleblowers coming out about all that? No, of course not. Yeah, Facebook. They're blowing the whistle on Facebook by saying, hey, let's create a Democrat agency in the federal government that'll be unfireable and unaccountable that sits atop Facebook and outsources Facebook's censorship of conservatives to the government. So then what, what kind of an actual complaint about this can you make? Yeah, what a shock. What a shock. Oh, by the way, here's Steve Ducey going uh, back and forth with Jen Psaki on the DOJ investigating parents as domestic terrorists. Does the administration agree that parents upset about their kids' curriculums could be considered domestic terrorists. Well, let me unravel this a little bit because the National School Board Association is not a part of the U.S. government. I'd point you to them. What the Department of Justice said in a letter from the Attorney General is that, quote, threats against public servants are not only illegal, they run counter to our nation's core values. That is true. These were threats against public servants, 
threats against uh, members of the school board. Uh, regardless of the reasoning, uh, threats and violence against public servants is illegal. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's what I have to say to that. Give me a break. The worst. The absolute worst, Saki. Oh, yeah, we know they're illegal. Why is the DOJ getting involved? You know, is the DOJ saying that uh, it's going to take action against anybody who breaks the law in an anti-police protest because that's counter to our values? No, they don't. They don't say that. Remember, burning down neighborhoods because you're angry about the lie that police are racist and murdering unarmed black men without consequence. That's something that we are all supposed to we're supposed to accept. The media takes that seriously. But when you're a parent and you don't want critical race theory taught in schools, you are a soccer mom insurrectionist. Gee, it's almost like we can't trust these people in charge, almost like we need to be very concerned about how they're willing to wield power in the pursuit of even more of it. I've seen people start to point out, you know, the Biden administration is doing so poorly. They're having such a bad time right now that you would think you would think the Biden administration would start to change some of what it does. You think the Biden administration might be like, you know, maybe we need to to do a little triangulation here. Nope. The more bad the the more bad outcomes uh, pile up on top of the other, the more they are all of a sudden telling everybody, you know what, this is this is great. Let's double down on this. That's the Biden approach. Double down on leftism, double down on socialism, on reckless spending, on authoritarianism, more, more, more. They don't moderate. Whenever they think they can get away with it, they go for it. They make no concession to the other side. The only check that exists on them is when they think there'll be a short enough of a short term backlash that their power might be in jeopardy. But if they think they can get away with it without paying any consequence, oh, no, they'll overreach. They don't care. There's no core set of values that holds them back is what I'm saying. It's only it's only the reality of day to day politics. And it keeps getting further and further left and they're crazier and crazier. I have not seen yet the Dave Chappelle uh, special on Netflix. I do want to check it out uh, because apparently he's offended a lot of people and uh, he's offended the LGBTQ plus plus community. And by talking about trans individuals. So now I definitely have to watch the Dave Chappelle show and I'll let you know what I think about it. But they're calling for him to be canceled. And I can tell you this. They're going to be disappointed. Dave Chappelle is not going to be canceled. That's not going to happen. So, yeah, they can keep on whining about it. But it's really just great advertising, because when I hear that someone should be canceled like Dave Chappelle for a comedy special, I'm like, well, now I have to watch it. And that's where I am. So I'll let you know what I think. I'm also a couple of episodes into Squid Game. Haven't finished it yet. I know it's it's like the most popular Netflix show of all time. So I probably should check it out uh, more. I've already seen a couple of episodes. It is uh, it is engaging. It's a little stressful, a little anxiety producing to watch it. But it's pretty good. Pretty good. Not as anxiety producing as Uncut Gems, which I have to say, it was like the whole movie felt like I was having a slow motion heart attack or something. It's very, very stressful. All right, that's it for today, folks. Thanks for being here with me in the Freedom Hut. I'll be back with you tomorrow, same time and place. Shields high.